Hi there. Welcome to my podcast series Elevate Your Relationship Fitness. I'm your host Radhika Sundar, registered marriage and family therapist and founder of Om Family Therapy. In this series, I will be taking you on a journey to ramp up your relationship fitness in the three most important areas. of your relationship namely the relationship that you have with yourself the relationship with your close family and the relationship that you have at your work or with community now these techniques have been proven to elevate your fitness in how you communicate in how you can be more regulated with your emotions and at the same time engage meaningfully with others on a day-to-day basis in episode 1 I focused on why we should repair a relationship and in that episode I also discussed about the importance of the three pillars namely value mutuality and trust that elevate one's relationship in the three circles from episodes 1 to 6 I have spoken to you about the different means and modes of non-verbal communication that helps to enhance the relationship fitness for more information please go back to the episodes 1 to 6 in the coming episodes i will be focusing on the connection or making that engagement with a relationship in today's episode i am going to be focusing on what happens when there is a disconnection and i call this prelude to disconnection throughout this series of my episodes i have been talking about pat and sam pat and sam are my fictitious characters that i use as a couple sometimes they could be two colleagues at the workplace sometimes they could change into a mother daughter or they are those two fictitious characters that i use throughout my episodes i prefer to stick to the same names sam and pat these were characters that were created during my group cognitive behavioral therapy sessions where i would introduce a topic with the help of sam and pat i just want to make this disclosure that it is not representation of any of my uh, clients or client based uh, information now let us look at what are all the reasons why someone would disengage themselves a conversation or disengage themselves in a relationship let's look at how this happens in the three circles of your relationship now the most significant reasons that contribute to a disconnection number 1 is a disagreement when two people do not agree on something at that point when they do not agree a disagreement happens that just 
preludes a disconnection in two members. Now, similarly, if this disagreement continues and there is no resolution happening, then this progresses into the next step, avoidance, or first it starts with silence. People do not want to engage. They just want to take their own space, like a time off. And when they are in their own space, taking this time off, then there are two things that they can engage in. One is continue with the time off and avoid going back to having a conversation about this disagreement or trying to resolve that disagreement. Or the other path that they can take is to totally avoid conversation about that particular subject topic that created the disagreement. And if this avoidance continues, that progresses into stage three or level three. At this point, the individual in that dyad, if they happen to have a past traumatic experience, which was similar to the disagreement, then they are supposed to think that whatever is happening is instead of in a level one, they are going to assume it is of a level six or a level seven intensity. And if they continue to think that in there, continue to ruminate over that, then it is just going to increase in, in its intensity to a level 10. At that point, a total disconnection happens or a distancing happens between them and the other person. Let me try to explain this to you with how Sam and Pat work on this. Now let's look at this evening. Sam is waiting at home and Sam and Pat had discussed they would go out for dinner together afterward and they were supposed to meet at home by around six and they were supposed to drive together for a reservation that Sam had made for that evening and turns out it's seven and still Pat is not home. Sam gets really angry. His anger starts building up right from it was six, five thirty, six. He's been waiting and now his anger, he, he just tries to reach out to Pat with a text message finding where she is, but there is no response. Now, there is so much of anger built in his head now. He's, he's so angry. There are so many things going on. Why is she not responding to the messages? She's supposed to meet me here. What is happening? She never listens to me. She is never on time and she never communicates. So with this anger in his head, around seven patches walks in and as soon as Pat walks in she just takes one look at Sam looks at his face his features are really tight he's just uh, holding a tight jaw and she realizes he's angry and the minute she enters he asks where have you been I have been waiting for you and Pat just responds to Sam's anger now let us look at the different scenarios that can play here now, Pat just looks at his face, makes an eye contact, smiles with her eyes and then says, saying, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it. And then Sam, still with his anger, where have you been? And Sam shows all, spews all his anger that he had bottled up for the past one hour. And Pat, Pat just responds. She does not react to that anger. Instead, she just says, she just actively listens and she says, I'm really sorry. I just did not want to miss this evening. I, I was just held up at work. Or a response too would be 
to use humor and reduce the intensity of the situation where Pat could respond like this. So, Sam, I know you have been waiting, but you know what? I was just shopping in my office. And then a smile in her eyes and her softening of her features is going to let that information to Sam that, you know, it was her work that held her from that nice evening out together. Now, let's look at scenario number three. Sam is just shouting in rage. Where have you been? I have been waiting here for you. And then his face is all tight. He has this raised voice. His tone is like high. And and there is so much anger in his eyes. And immediately, if Pat is just affected by her own past experience, like seeing her dad or, you know, memories where she had to encounter that authority figure in her life. Whenever they raise their voice or they just had an angry, tight jaw. So then she is just going to be affected and start reacting to that negative tone or the negative energy around. So she could go feel one of these emotions. She could become angry or she could just shut down because she is anticipating that this is the only way that he is going to react. So she could shout too and then this just ends up in a disconnection. So we see that in a situation like this, a misunderstanding can become one of the reasons for a disconnection to happen. Now, there are several ways that we saw here how the disconnection happened. So there was first the emotional part and then there is the cognition part where, you know, a past trauma or a distorted thought about what could have happened, like an anticipation gets in the way. So there are several ways you can address this and resolve this misunderstanding. One is to not raise to the emotional level. You see emotions which are expressed through facial expressions, to tone of the voice, eye contact, they just add to the intensity level of the disconnection that is about to happen. And so active listening, which Pat did in scenario one and two and clarifying intentions and meanings like, you know, I was just held up at work. I couldn't really come. I'm really sorry. And just expressing their perspective when she expressed remorse or when she apologized for having lost a good evening together. When she expressed her perspective, then there was nothing more that was just affecting that relationship. The disconnection was instantly or gradually, it just can be resolved. So finding a common ground sometimes, you know, if it's not a relationship between uh, partners, Let's say it's your relationship at the workplace or in the community or in another situation. Then finding a common ground really helps uh, to touch base on areas of agreement which can promote a shared understanding. And finally, apologizing and forgiving really help to get and restore the connection in that relationship. So it is important to remember misunderstandings are a normal part of human interaction. So it is important to approach these points of disconnection with patience, with empathy and a willingness to resolve the issue. So a greater understanding really helps to strengthen the relationship. And finally, 
I just also want you to understand that every relationship is unique. And so the decision to disconnect or to work towards reconnection is a deeply personal thing. And if you think it is not really worth it, then you just have to go by your instinct. So trust your instinct and do what feels right for you. I hope that helps. So I will again connect with you in another episode. And this will be more about our emotional cycles. See you in the next episode. Thank you.